you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, friends? This is Andy Storch with the Own Your Career podcast, and it has been a minute since I've released a new episode. In fact, the last one was in January. I'm recording releasing this in May of 2023. So it's been about four months since I released an episode, and I'm addressing that at the top of this because what happened, just to let you know, if you are or were a regular listener, I first of all, I apologize that I haven't been putting out more content, um, but I've had a lot of stuff going on. I have been running my business and uh, running my other podcast, The Talent Development Think Tank, which is formerly The Talent Development Hot Seat. Uh, we renamed that and rebranded that sometime in the last uh, three months or so. And we are coming up on episode 400 of The Talent Development Think Tank podcast, which is uh, I rebranded to support my membership community and conference, which I hosted back in February. That's been going on. Uh, a lot of things going on with the business, with keynotes and training and Uh, calls that I've been having with uh, different people around the industry. And I think this podcast, um, we've done well over 400 episodes now in different uh, variations, different incantations, different brands. We started out as the Entrepreneur Hot Seat and then the Andy Stort Show and then uh, over 119 episodes, I think, 120 episodes now of the Own Your Career show. So just a quick update on that since it has been a few months. And it may be sporadic, but I do want to continue to put out great content in here uh, every now and then because I know that a lot more people are following me and uh, looking for guidance on owning their careers. And if you are looking for guidance, you're here because you're looking for guidance on how to own your career and you haven't gotten my book yet, make sure you go check that out. Uh, It's called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. It is available on Amazon. Continues to receive great reviews, five-star reviews, great feedback from people, uh, lots of people in companies who are uh, getting it for their teams and doing book clubs and things like that. A lot of people that are using it to take ownership of their careers. I've got a career course that I've been running, a uh, training program in companies, and lots of people coming over from that. If you've been through that, uh, I hope you got value from it and uh, you've come here for additional content. Uh, so if you're new to the show, you can always go back to our back catalog. And I have pretty much, uh, there are some interviews, but a lot of solo episodes where I have pretty much gone through every chapter in the book. So if you like uh, books, but you don't want to sit down and read, uh, you like audiobooks, but you don't want to go buy the book on Audible, or you don't have an Audible subscription, you can go back through and get pretty much all the content here on the podcast. Now, a lot of what I talk about with owning your career is about setting a vision and making a plan and setting clear goals for what you want to achieve. I think a big problem for a lot of people is they just don't know what they want to do, where they want to go. And so how can you make a plan for that? And how can you get help for that if you don't know exactly what you want to do? And the more clarity you have, I think it is easier it is to make a plan and make decisions. But I fully recognize that regardless of how much time you spend planning and how great your vision and your plan is, there will be challenges that come up. And so my topic for today is, what do you do when things just aren't going your way? What do you do when challenges come up? And some of those challenges might be your own fault if you're really honest, right? You made mistakes, you didn't plan well enough, uh, you didn't have a, a backup, uh, you maybe uh, you know messed up a relationship, hurt somebody's feelings, uh, maybe you missed some details on something. Um, you know, there's lots of things, lots of mistakes that we make uh, all the time, right? Or 
uh, very likely it's something that was outside of your control, right? Something changes with the economy, something changes with the weather, uh, something changes in your business, your clients uh, go away, the, you know, the economy is changing quite a bit. And I want to talk about that. Uh, and the thing is that owning your career is about taking full responsibility. So when I talk about owning your career, I talk a lot about taking an ownership mindset. And uh, I speak a lot about this in the keynotes that I do and uh, the work that I do with companies and individuals as well. And of course, talk about it in the book. An ownership mindset means that you focus your energy on the things that you can control and try not to spend too much time worrying about the things outside of your control and that you take full responsibility for your situation. Now, I recognize that it's impossible to not worry even about things that are outside of your control if they could have a big impact on your life, right? So as I'm recording this in May of 2023, um, we're in a bit of a, a tough economy where lots of companies have been cutting back and lots of companies have been doing layoffs, especially in the tech and software industries, uh, but some other industries as well. I know I have a big network of people in those industries and I'm seeing it every day. I'm seeing people uh, who are being laid off, who are being let go. Uh, every week I hear from somebody who has been let go and I run a membership community for people in talent development. And um, we have several people in there who have been laid off recently. And it's just, it's it's sad, it's, it's um, hard to see. Uh, in good times when people lose a job, I usually say, like, congratulations, that's amazing. It's an amazing opportunity for you because now you get a chance to really think about what you truly want to do and then go get the next thing. And it may turn out to be a major blessing in disguise. In tougher times like this, then I, I do have more sympathy. I feel bad because I know that it's a lot harder to go get a new job right now. And so if you're in that situation, the, you know, I feel bad for you. I also am optimistic that this will create a new opportunity for you. You just may not see it yet. So... Um, I recognize that we can't just eliminate worry about things that are outside of our control. So maybe you haven't been laid off, but you work for a big tech company like Meta or uh, Google or Amazon, who have all been doing layoffs recently, or smaller tech companies or any company that has said, hey, uh, you know, we're getting less customer orders. We need to tighten up because of things going on in the economy. And therefore, like we're going to be doing some restructuring and there's probably going to be some layoffs coming or maybe they haven't even told you yet because their management's not that transparent, but you just have a good feeling that it's coming and there's a chance you might be on the chopping block. I, I don't blame you for worrying about that, right? There, it's, it's human to worry about these things. In fact, you know, these fears are what have protected us throughout history, right? Um, you know, if you know there's a chance that uh, lions or whatever may be coming into your camp, to eat people, like it's reasonable to worry about that and to do things to protect yourself. So let's get to that second part, right? Because worrying is not necessarily going to help you. In fact, I've heard a saying a long time ago, I think I heard it from Hal Elrod and he heard it from somebody else, uh, but that worrying is like a rocking chair. It does give you something to do, but it won't take you anywhere, right? So worrying about things is not going to help you, but it's a signal to you that, hey, there's a chance something may go wrong to evaluate how realistic or how likely is it that things are not going to go well, and then what can you do to either protect yourself from that thing happening or mitigate the potential damages or have a backup plan so that you know what you're going to do if and when it happens, right? So if you suspect that you might be laid off or losing your job, don't wait for that to happen. You need to start building your network, digging your well before you're thirsty, as they say, 
Um, start looking at other jobs, thinking about what you would want to do. What would you apply for? Basically, go through the scenario of if I got the email today that said, hey, so sorry, we're doing some restructuring. Your job has been deemed redundant. You have been eliminated. Uh, here's your two weeks or six weeks or seven weeks of pay, whatever your company gives you. Hopefully it's something generous, but some are not very, right? And uh, thanks for all your service and we'll see you later, right? So now you need to do something about it. So think about what if that happened today? What would you do, right? Um, after you stop crying or, you know, a lot of people will be upset, which is totally fine. Um, but you've got to move past that, right? Give yourself some time to be upset. And this goes for anything challenging or bad that's happening in your life, whether it's professional, it's personal, it's relationship, it's health related. Like, Give yourself a little bit of time to be upset about it, but then realize, and by the way, temper this uh, and adjust this towards the magnitude of the thing, right? So when I say, give yourself a little time to be upset about it, but then you got to realize that like being upset, crying, being angry, whatever, is just you fighting reality, right? And you can't fight reality. Reality wins every time. So at some point, you got to move on. And again, adjust this for the situation you're in, right? So when COVID hit, when the pandemic shut things down, it shut down my entire business. Uh, it was not ideal. I had the really great things going on and, and all my clients went away. And it was frustrating. And I was upset for a day. And then I said, okay, well, there's I can't change the pandemic. I can't change government restrictions. And I can't change what companies are doing. All I can do is pivot and update and adjust and respond the best way I can, which was to go out and start building more relationships, pivot things in my business, find new opportunities and ways to make money because I'm an entrepreneur. I don't have a salary, so I need to go find new ways to make money. And I did, right? So be upset for a little bit, but then make an adjustment. There are other things in life that it may be, you know, it's perfectly fine, acceptable to be upset a lot longer, right? You lose a loved one. Um, I'm not going to tell you like, hey, you can cry about it for an hour, but then you need to move on, right? Obviously, these are very, very serious issues. But, you know, there are other things that are kind of in between. When I found out that I had cancer in November of 2020, so almost three years ago, um, I said, okay, this is the challenge that I get. I mean, this sucks. This is not what I would have chosen, but this is the challenge I get to deal with, and I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to do my research, and I'm going to figure out the best course of action. Again, give yourself time a little bit to be upset about it, but it doesn't really help. It's not helpful in that situation to continue to be upset because it's already the situation that I've been given, right? And everybody responds to these things differently. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have emotions. Like I validate uh, people's emotions. They're real and you, you want to feel those emotions, but then recognize what your situation is and that, you know, being upset is not going to solve the problem, right? You need to and this goes mostly for problems that are solvable, right? So going back to the example of losing a loved one, that's not a problem that can be solved, right? That is just, that's finite. And it's just extremely sad, right? I've been there. I know friends that are going through that. And it's, it's really unfortunate. But the problem of you got cancer or the problem of you lost your job is one that absolutely needs to be solved. You cannot just sit there and cry. You have to take some action. You have to say, okay, I recognize the situation I'm in, and this is not the situation I would have chosen, but I'm going to make the best of it, right? I'm going to do what I can to respond positively. I'm going to take advantage of this situation. In fact, you may want to ask yourself the three questions that I ask in my book when facing any big challenge, 
which uh, are, and you can write these down or you can go get a copy of them by going uh, for free, going to my website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus, where the bonus resources are. The three questions are, what's great about this? So what are the silver linings? So when COVID shut down my whole business and all my business went away, um, the silver lining was that I wasn't traveling anymore and I got to be home with my family, including two young kids, um, pretty much every day after that. It was great. And, um, I, you know, it's continued that way since then. I haven't traveled as much as I used to, which is really great. I love being home with them. And I thought I liked travel, but I love being home more. So that worked out quite well, right? So what's great about this? The second question is, uh, what can I learn from this? So this is especially useful when the challenge you're facing is because of a mistake that maybe you made, right? Uh, so maybe you lost your job and maybe it had nothing to do with you, but there's a chance that uh, you weren't really showing up the way that you could have, or you didn't provide as much value you could have, or you just weren't really listening to the requests that were coming to you, or you made some mistakes, whatever it may be. And maybe you need to own that and ask, okay, what can I learn from this situation? Or maybe it wasn't your fault, but you didn't see it coming at all and you have no other options now, right? So what can I learn from this? I need backup options. I need to be networking. I need to be building relationships and preparing for any challenges that might be coming my way. So side note from this, uh, if you've read my book or listened to my keynotes or my talks, and I did chapters about this too, I believe that there are three things you can always be doing to prepare for the future, whatever might be coming. Number one is investing in continuous learning. Number two is building your network. And number three is building your personal brand. You need to always be doing these things, no matter what is going on, whether the economy is good or the economy is bad. You can't get complacent. You can't just rest on your laurels and think like everything is going to work out. It's going to be fine because things are going to change. And a challenge is going to come up. That's exactly what we're talking about. I face those too. That's why I'm always networking. In fact, you know, taking things back to this tough economy, and I'll get to the third question in a moment, um, this, third, this, this tough economy is tough right now. I am finding less business than I did this time last year. Absolutely. But there are opportunities out there. So what have I done? I'm not going to sit here and just cry and be like, ah, oh, this, this stinks. I keep talking about crying. Like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to um, belittle or make fun of anybody who cries versus the people that don't cry. I'm just saying cry as sort of the metaphor for being upset, right? I'm, and it's okay to be upset, but it's not productive for me to just sit here and be really upset that the economy is not going well and then I'm not getting business the way I easily did last year, right? So what am I going to do? I'm doubling down on activity, on actions. I am reaching out to more people. I'm networking with more people. I'm building more relationships. I'm having more conversations. And I'm looking for more ways to provide value. Uh, a little while back, I wrote an article on LinkedIn that uh, I meant to, to record a podcast episode about it as well. I haven't done that, but I will, about owning your career in uncertain times. So we'll do a, another episode about that in the near future. Uh, but I'm doubling down, right? I'm, I'm going bigger to compensate for the fact that in general, like the opportunities aren't there as much in the economy. So I need to do something about it. So what can I learn from this? The second question is, what can I learn from this? Well, I learned that, hey, the good times are not going to last forever. So I need to be doing things to set myself up for future success. I need to be building my network, building relationships always and saving money in case things don't go well in the future. Okay. The third question is, what does this make possible? Uh, in 2019, 
my conference was postponed, a conference I was hosting was postponed because of a wildfire in the area. And we were forced to reschedule the conference for three months later. And it was a big challenge, but we made it through. And one of the things that it opened up, one of the opportunities, one of the things it made possible was that uh, new people were able to buy tickets. And some of those people have become good friends, have become clients um, and business partners, members of my community, etc. So it actually opened up and created new opportunities, right? Um, when COVID shut everything down, it created, what, is it, what did it make possible for me? Well, I was in the middle of writing a book and I was also traveling a lot and I stopped traveling. It's not only did I get to spend more time with my family, I also spent more time working on my book and I got the book done. I hosted a virtual summit that fall that grew my email list. I um, did a number of new things. I went out completely on my own then, started my membership community, uh, which I don't know if it would have happened before. So it created all kinds of new opportunities. So what does this make possible? And when I found out I had cancer, right, it's hard to answer these questions in the moment sometimes, but you go back and you think about them. Um, so what was great about it was that I got to really see, um, first of all, I was very lucky to have family close to me, my wife and, and kids and my mom and um, other family, my parents and grandparents, uh, you know, those who were around to support me. And I really got to see all the friends that, that came out to support me. And it was just a very uplifting and wonderful uh, it gave me an opportunity to share my journey on social media and to uh, to build a brand around, you know, the importance of mindset and getting through challenges, right? It helped embolden me and the work that I do. So uh, there were some great things. And it also, uh, what I learned from it was obviously, you know, anything can happen and I need to be live a healthier lifestyle and be ready for things like that. And um, what can I, what does this make possible? Um, one of the things that makes, makes it possible, and I believe everything in life happens for me, not to me, by the way, so everything creates opportunities. Uh, it makes it possible now for me to help other people at least provide a little bit of guidance um, and advice for other people who are facing cancer. I, I couldn't do that before. What have I had no idea? You have cancer? Sorry, I don't know what to do for you. Um, now I do. I've been through it, right? So I can make some recommendations. Now, every cancer and every cancer person and experience is different, so I really can't truly help everybody, right? But I did create a document laying out my uh, research, my experience, and my advice, and I put it on my website for free. So if you happen to be facing cancer or someone in your family is, make sure you go grab that. It's on my website at andystorch.com slash cancer. Uh, all of that is there. And then the questions that I ask, the bonus resources are at andystorch.com slash career. And then you can click on bonus resources. So just getting back to the main question at hand before we wrap things up here, which is, what do you do if things don't go your way, right? Um, challenges come up. We talked about the economy. Um, last night, I, I went to, uh, my, my daughter plays on a softball team. Uh, they're in the playoffs right now. We won, in the, we won a big playoff game on Tuesday. Last night, I went down to the field to watch one of the other, other ones, and uh, the game got canceled because of weather. There was lightning, and uh, the lightning persisted. Like, it just wouldn't go away. And these things happen, right? Like the weather is one of those things that is absolutely outside of our control. There's nothing we can do about it. And when I talk about like, what do you do when things don't go your way? You, you make the best of it. You make the most of it, right? Because you can't control the events. You can only tr control how you respond, right? And so in this instance, the, the game got canceled. Both teams were disappointed. I was disappointed. My daughter and I went down there to watch the game. And uh, one of the coaches, uh, my friend Matt, invited everybody over to his house for pizza and so everybody went over there, both teams plus me and my daughter. 
And uh, we had a fun time hanging out with them last night. And it was like a new opportunity that was created from, um, you know, ostensibly a bad situation, like a disappointing situation, if you will. So like, what does this make possible? Well, it actually opened up an opportunity for us to have a multi-team, inter-team party that I got to join and um, got to hang out with friends. And that wasn't going to happen otherwise. So it was kind of cool, right? Uh, and like, you never know what may come of those things, right? What if we have a conversation that leads to some kind of new idea or friendship or business deal that, uh, that comes from that. And you just never know until you have those conversations, until those things happen, right? Um, side note, as I'm recording this, we are playing our second playoff game tonight. I am very excited about that. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to come back and report that we won. But either way, I'm proud of the girls for how hard they've worked and um, you know what they've endured and gone through this season. So when things happen that, are, that we, we don't want, right? When things don't go our way, right? Clients not happy, economy changes, layoffs, weather changes... Um, we have to focus on our response and we have to remember that there are no good or bad things in life. There are only our interpretations, right? That's only, we look at things and we decide, oh, that's really great. Or that's really bad. We look at people and we judge them and decide if they're good or bad politicians, people we know, et cetera, et cetera, right? They're all of interpretations. There are no good or bad people, right? There are some people that are doing bad things that we can all probably agree on, are bad, right? There are some things in society that we can all agree on are bad, like murder, um, things of that realm. But there's a lot, a lot, a lot of other things in gray area where some people are like, that's great. And other people are like, that's not good. Uh, it's all up for our interpretation, right? A game gets canceled because of rain. Is that good or bad? Uh, you know, generally people are like disappointed because they wanted to play. Um, but it's all up for your interpretation. And you can't control the event, but you can control how you respond and how you react and how you treat others. Those are the things that are in your control. So I recommend you keep that in mind, especially when things are not going your way, to say, hey, I wouldn't have chosen this. This is not what I would have wanted, but it is the situation that I'm in right now, and so I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to go build some relationships. I'm going to make some adjustments to my goals. I'm going to go have some more conversations. I'm going to double down on my activities. I'm going to go have a party. Um, I'm going to go spend time more the time traveling, you know, I've always wanted to travel. I never just never took time off work. And now I'm forced to take time off work because I've been let go. Maybe I'll go take a two week vacation before I start looking for the next job. If I have financial resources, like why not live a little bit, right? Um, well, you may never get this opportunity again. It could be a blessing in disguise. And I'll end with this. I mentioned it earlier. I truly believe that everything in life happens for us, not to us, right? Or at least for me, I believe everything in life happens for me not to me. I believe everything is an opportunity. And if you take it even a step further, I believe everything in life is a blessing. I'm not a religious person, but I, you know, for lack of a better word, I believe everything in life is a blessing that even the challenges are great things that can somehow do something for us if we figure out how to make the most of them, right? And so I hope that you will take this as inspiration. And when you face your next big challenge, and it's coming I promise you it's coming. Like, you know, the, what do they say? The best laid plans of mice and men. Um, you know, you can make all the plans, but something's going to happen, right? And you want to be ready for it. So build your network, build relationships, have some savings, whatever you need to do to prepare for the next thing. And remember that you can't control a lot of the events that happen in life, but you can control how you respond and how you prepare. And so I hope you will make the best of whatever situation you're in and whatever situations may be coming your way, just as I'm trying to do on a regular basis as well. Uh, thank you again for listening to this podcast. Again, the book, 
is called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. It's available on Amazon if you don't have it yet. Uh, the audiobook is also on Audible if you enjoy listening to my voice. I would love for you to check that out. If you have read the book, or you've at least skimmed through it, or you at least like the message, I would encourage you, I would love if you would go to Amazon and leave a short review. These are really how other people find books and really would help me as an author to get more people, more eyes on the book and continue to build the brand. So thank you so much for your support. And if you happen to work for a company and you're looking for someone to come in and speak to your employees about owning your career, uh, feel free to reach out. I love doing this work and my mission is to teach and inspire more people to own their careers. That's what I'm all about. And that is what I'm going to continue to do in the near future. So thank you so much again for listening. All the resources, there are free bonus resources if you don't want to buy the book, uh, are on my website, andystorch.com career. Thank you again, and I will talk.